Guevara invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. With Richard Marsland on the buttons. Today, with only four weeks left on the Get This Clock, the listeners are calling the shots. And today they're calling for new Rex Hunt gear. Anything, as long as it's not cheap, nasty, and downright boring. <laughs> Keith Urban finally gets the aria he deserves. World leaders say farewell, not to us, but we'll still be clinging onto their coattails. Family first candidate in photo scandal. A shock cameo from Marty Sheargold. Prizes from the bag of Guzzy Sampson. Our worst segment ever recalled and relived. Why do I know that's one of mine? <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> Who looks dodgy? And eavesdropping disasters. We've had a few. We want to hear about yours. Tony, Tony's eyes were his tools and his smile was his gun. <laughs> but all he ever came for was to have a little fun. I've heard it said before, possibly by George McEncrow sitting in for the second hour of the show. It's all coming up on Get This Where Today. John Howard teams up with Silverchair for a ludicrously unconvincing version of Young Modern. <laughs> Your sense of humour has not failed you. Oh, hang on. Sister Jovi, I think Marty might have to come in early. Oh, flash pots at the ready, sheer goals. We need pyrotechnics living on a prayer. Here again, this on Triple M.
very much. Marty Sheargold on Flashbots here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. That was living on a prayer, Bon Jovi. That was not, I repeat, not the Led Zeppelin mothership. No. Whatever that might mean. Well, People are calling up thinking they've won something. Well, they haven't. I mean, <laughs> if it was a Zeppelin, it's... It's clearly gone badly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> still, still, tune in. The Led Zeppelin mothership is coming, and you will win great prizes. Led yeah. Zeppelin related, no doubt. Massive. Okay, let's maybe lay low on the explosions for a while. Okay, if you could, Mister Mars. And anyway, who's doing this? It's myself, Tony Martin. Oh, oh gee, one in the breach party. In the sidecar, we've got E. Cavalier. Hello. Ooh. Oh, the explosive talent yeah. of. Okay. And of course, pushing the buttons. Richard Marslow. Oh, somebody's stepping a duck. (laughs) (laughs) The party started early here. Get this around the nation. Tell you what, Tone, Richard is never happier than when he's doing those flashbots doing Bon Jovi. (laughs) I know. Because I've said before, there's part of me that believes that I'm actually doing it. I can see the the explosions in my mind. Well, I think it's a big part of you because the tongue comes out, the pelvic thrusting is a bit much. He's channeling Marty Sheargold, what he's doing. You've got to understand. It is... Get this around the nation. I have to address something that's in the papers this morning. Uh, yes, let's admit it. Bob Franklin dropped a magic word on this program He's the other naughty. day. He's Says the Sydney Morning Herald. A quick recovery by Tony Martin or a bit of mischief? No. That's what Triple M executives were wondering. No, it wasn't <laughs> planned. <laughs> it wasn't. Try and plan something with Bob Franklin. See how far you get. I made a movie where he was the co-lead. We could not get him on the phone. Fair enough. <laughs> Two days before filming started. No, that's okay. I, 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 I'm comfortable with that. But he is, like, I reckon kids' parties, if you're thinking <laughs> something explosive for the kiddies, something that they'll talk about forever, yes. get Bob Franklin in, <laughs> wait for the magic. That was not planned. Not planned. We wouldn't say that because we don't want to slag off the whole staff here. No. Uh, most of the staff here like us. Well, <laughs> there's a couple who don't. <laughs> there's a couple who are preparing a ticket tape parade. I slashed a few tyres. Big right. deal. <laughs> Why can't a guy slash a tyre anymore? But by and large, we get on well with people here. So I do no, like them. that I do was like not intentional. But if you want to judge whether it was or not, it's in podcast one four. Three. Thank you, Mr. Marsley. That is hot up there, and I like how it's the only podcast of ours that is marked with the word explicit. And my mother makes an appearance. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) beautiful. Work that out for yourself. And uh, also, a lot of rumours going around about the future of this program. What will happen next? Mm. We don't know. Cruise ships. (laughs) Brilliant, brilliant. Fair star, the fun ship's coming back. Tony Martin and his persons of interest. (laughs) Normally when you get the arse, you have all day to sit around and think about what you're going to do. We still have a show to do. Cheap laughs to bring people for the next four weeks. Here's one idea, though, from Patrick McCulloch. Mm. He's got three spare seats in his car. Mm. Uh, He wants us to drive to work with him every morning, do the show show in the car, Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll have to chip in for petrol, but it'll help him uh, be allowed to use the carpooling lane. Not bad. (laughs) I thought you said do the shower there as well. I thought, well... If my next job is to sponge bath a man while he drives to work, step up. Step up. Step in the right direction. Uh, I tell you who's going to miss this program, fans of the World Poker Tour. Oh, yes. Fans of laying down the twigs and branches Mm. and being on the morphine drip. I love the work of uh, Mike Sexton and Vince Van Patten from uh, the World Poker Tour. And somebody here, Stacey Borg. Mm. I'm amazed she didn't win Borgus, <laughs> but she's called in uh, wanting to hear the time I was all in Tony. Now, this was embarrassing because mm. I went on the World Poker Tour. Yeah, you did. I thought that the guys upstairs couldn't hear the comments. Oh, right. And vice versa. Not so. It was a bit embarrassing. Here's how it went. Welcome back to the World Poker Tour. We are at the World Poker Finals at Foxwoods. Uh, Vince Van Patten alongside Mike Sexton. Let's go back down to the money pit on Nick Shulman. No, you don't have a spade. Why, well, I have a club. Oh, no Nick spades. Shulman. Forget it. Okay, forget that. He is that happier idea. than Jude Law at a nanny convention. Yeah, so we don't know. That doesn't Big help. smile okay. by the 21-year-old. Back down to a jet. Well, Tony is the one that's not happy. Oh, guys, would you keep it down up there? Tough decision for Tony right here. Oh, come on. He caps his cards, and you can see the strain in his face. Well, that's not adding too much pressure. Oh, oh come on. He got the Jude Law joke. Tony's I mean, agonizing over this decision. No, I'm agonizing whether to come up to that f***ing booth. He's got a little over 1.2 million in chips. 
cost him not quite half of them to make the call if he wants to make it. Would you let me just make it? He is on life support as he gets up from his chair. Oh, would you two just stop talking and let me concentrate? Yeah, come on, just well, what's all right. Um, uh, what do you say? All in. Here we go. All in. Tony is moving all in here with the ace high. That's the Tony we know. Thank you. There Thank you, you go. Welcome back, Tony. Yes. Good on you guys. This amateur player. Oh, for Still Sake. left in this tournament. Vance, this guy got in on a $225 satellite. That is bullshit. That is incredible for a guy who's only been pumping poker two years. Two years? Showman with the 49er hand. It's been longer than two years. I mean, all in. I've been it's all in time. Well, no, no, Tony no. went all in. He quickly no, no, got a call by Nick. I didn't mean to say that. Well, that's unbelievable how quickly he said all in. I didn't say it. Before Nick's chips even hit the felt, oh. all in Tony goes all in Hang again. On. Hang on. When did I become all in Tony? All in Tony finally starting to live back up to his name all here a little bit. All in Tony, stop calling me that. He's the family man with a plan. He's all in Tony. I've never been called all in Tony. We labeled him all in Tony last night. Oh. I shortened it to AIT. Oh, well he goes all in or he doesn't play the hand. That's not true. That's I was simply... playing with him the last six hours or so. I think he went all in 25 times. 25 times? That's insane. He's a real loose cannon. Loose cannon, that's good. That's much better than all in Tony. Yeah, that pretty much describes his play. He's all in Tony. I am not all in Tony. For Right, can we just get back to the game, please? All right, back to the action. Oh, oh. Kind of hot right now. Bill oh, Gaze is on a nice comeback. Oh, can yeah, look at this, Mike. stop talking? And enough of this all-in He's going all-in with it, Vance. No, no, oh, what? No, no, I Unbelievable. I didn't mean for that. Well, Vance, I can't believe this play. Oh, no. In dire straits, oh, King 10 versus pair of aces. Vance, i got to tell you, I'm a little shocked here by Tony's play. I didn't this mean to make the play. This guy's been the most conservative player at the table here all night long. Tony takes a shot at the worst possible time. Whose fault is that? Tony's moment in the sun could be over here shortly. Right. Let's see what happens. Here comes the flop. Oh, he's flopped the straight. Oh, yes. Wow. That's fantastic. Tony has flopped the nuts. I have not flopped any nuts. He has flopped the king high straight. Oh, yes, I've done that. All of a sudden, the two aces crack like an egg. Blow that out your ass, Mike Sexton. You can just embalm Bill Gaze's right now. Yes. Wow. A five comes off. It is over. It is over. <laughs> Bill Gaze is drawing dead yeah. with his two aces. This pot is going to go to all in Tony. All in Tony. Right, Sexton. Last warning. Cover this. And this. Oh, the pain of it all. Wow, guy, Tone. Who says we don't cover sports on this show? Get this at Triple M. It's the plain white tees. Oh, this is the Foo Fighters tone, but well done. Oh, we're going to have the plain white tees. We will at some point, I'm yes. sure. Then we're going to have the flashbots go off yeah, on yeah. a soft song. That was meant to be the joke. It's not going to... It'll still happen, Tone. Now I'm talking over the front of him. This is... We'll be sacked if I keep this up. We missed the post. Bob. <laughs> Thank you, Ugly Dave Gray and Ugly Dave Grohl. <laughs> the Foo Fighters here and get this around the nation on Triple M, the pretender. And uh, thanks to everyone who continues to email in requesting bits and pieces and uh, supporting us. Paul Vassarelli has sent us a great mm-hmm. email here. Uh, he says, I see that uh, the campaign to bring back Get This is lagging well behind the campaign to bring back the Gilmore Girls for another <laughs> season. I've been onto the internet. I noticed that one. Also, Save the Justice League movie from Bad Casting is trumping us. <laughs> Professor really actually mentions that. He says here, listen to this, I'll be trying out plenty of gear from Get This on the suburban cricket grounds this summer. He's going to be thinking of excuses to just shout out things from this show during oh, the good. sport. Okay. Good idea. Mm. From This Is Dizzy Folks stuff. Oh, that's not. That's back to front. That's dyslexic, Rex Hunt. This is dizzy folk stuff. That's a type of gear, clearly. Okay. How this is good. Look, he's backwards. He's ass backwards, this bloke. Uh, he's waiting for a bit where a couple of old bastards are doggedly trying to avoid an outright defeat uh, to throw in a how come. Not bad. When a vigorous LBW shout is denied, uh, I'll hopefully get the chance to bring out he is a plonker or pot kettle <laughs> during a particularly heated argument over a disputed r- uh, catch or run out. Keep it Ashveld, guys, <laughs> says Paul Vassarelli. I'm keeping it Ashveld, man. <laughs> See, the problem with that is it's all old gear. Yeah, it is. It's sort of old school gear. It's tired. We do need some new lines here, don't we? Mm. Yeah, we really do. I did mention, of course, that you're listening to get this. And please take notice, all you so-called broadcasters out there. This is the way you should broadcast. Yeah. Thanks, Rex. That's right. Yeah. Because we are on the home stretch. But every moment on air, we commit to the audience and put the best possible product to air. Yeah. That's true. 
We're committed to bringing you a top product every day. If you haven't got the right product, your business will go down. Mm. You need good, fresh ingredients to bake the best cake. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> take these headphones off, I think. <laughs> I like to think that he just heckles bakers with that. Dung, 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 dung. You need the best ingredients. Make a fresh cake. <laughs> All right, we know. Call this a profit roll. Can you stop knocking on our alleyway window, please? <laughs> Anyway, we have got a big cake coming up. Ig Cavalli has a fantastic new segment. And woe betides anyone who has the hide to criticise it. That's right. Thank you, Rex. Woe betides anyone. What does that mean? I don't know. Is it like low tide? <laughs> Is it lower than sure. low tide? These, it's woe betide. These are excerpts from a, a recent Rex Hunt editorial on another station, um, one that clearly loves its comedy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't understand a word that Rex Hunt is talking about, but I just love hearing him say it. Listen to this, Cliff. Some of the so-called football being dissed up on the field at the moment is cheap, mm-hmm. nasty mm-hmm. and downright boring. Mm-hmm. Some of the chippy, crappy stuff is an insult to people who pay for the game. Hey, and that's you people out there listening what? to this. Me? You pay either through the turnstiles yeah. or by listening to us or watching the game on TV or buying the newspapers. You pay. <laughs> Got Wait a second. I'm paying for chippy crap? <laughs> I'm paying money. I'm paying money for chippy crap by buying a newspaper. Was this editorial recorded on a day when the transmitter was down? <laughs> was he just standing on the roof of the station with a rolled up newspaper? Come down, Rex. You've been up for an hour. Two hours, actually. He's attacked the game for being chippy, crappy gear. It is. And, hey, the broadcasters, they cop it as well. Now, I am really concerned, not for my future, because Lynn and I have mapped that out, and that's private, thank you very much. <laughs> but I'm concerned for the game and the next crop of broadcasting puppets. Yes, you, Ferret, who had to try for six hours to talk up a game that has become boring and far-fetched from the good old-fashioned spirit of Aussie rules. I was born and spawned on this game in Bay 13, selling and eating Dixie ice creams, and then through guts and hard work, ran onto this great arena. Okay. Okay, so he was spawned and born in, in Bay 13 at the MCG. It's very hygienic up there. He should, do, he should rebirth himself at every half time of a game. And now, Rex Hunt is born again. Push, I tell ya. Push. Come, Come on. Come through. Give birth to me. Don't sit back rolling a fat cigarette waiting for the next handout with the deadbeats and losers from the scallop industry. I like to think he's got an actual ferret. Now listen to me, ferret. It's like I told that cat and that rabbit. All right. We have more Get This coming up, and it definitely won't be... Cheap, nasty, and downright boring. Oh, it's Get This around the nation on Triple M. Thank you, Men at Work. Be good, Johnny. Did you see John Howard uh, running the zoo corridor on the weekend? Yeah, I did see that. In the papers, the people from Zoo Magazine, with their booty bank in tow, (laughs) have uh, found out where the... Prime Minister's doing his morning jog. Like chaser style. And there he is running through a sort of corridor of Norgs Ooh. and placards saying, shake our member, uh, the hand. So, uh, so yeah. it's, it's an elaborate bit of signage yeah, here, but it's I, paid off. I get it. I get it. And, of course, Johnny's wow. having to avert that- the eyes. <laughs> Suddenly, Ed's interested in politics. <laughs> There we go. Tell you what. Something. Yeah, you can actually continue looking at that photograph off here if you want. I've never seen you so interested in the Prime Minister. Just, he doesn't know where to look <laughs> or to put his hands. <laughs> Poor guy. That's right. Imagine being faced with that every morning. Yeah. Uh, I know the ARIA Awards were on, and I tried to watch it, but it looked pretty tedious to me. Oh, come on, Tone. Yeah. It's Australia's Night of Musical Nights. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. We've got a special ARIA's, uh, I guess you'd call report, wouldn't you, Rich? Yeah. Oh, you got some ARIA's music for me? Something, uh, you know, local, local content? You want ARIA's? Uh... Yeah, I do want lo- ARIA's music. Rich, what do you got for me? Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. This is the latest for Hilltop Hoods. The stray music is so good at the moment, isn't it? I saw that quote from somebody. They didn't look well. (laughs) (laughs) Long flight, Tone. Long flight for Daniel Johns. All right. uh, Well, the Arias were last night. So we share, as we mentioned, Daniel Johns got to know it a couple of times. Fantastic Mm -hmm. work. Hilltop Hoods got an Aria. And Keith Urban. Keith Urban finally got the aria he deserved. He won the aria for the only way we can get Nicole Kidman to come to these awards. That's great. <laughs> Which is great. That's really nice. Well, surely he didn't get the award for any of his music because 
I mean, I don't think there is any, is there really? Well, not so much. If we've learnt one thing mm. in two years of this show. Mm. Okay, I'll tell you why I'm bitter. Why are you bitter? The uh, Comedy Award Best Comedy Album of the Year. Who won it? Do we know? Uh, I think Dave Hughes. Dave, Dave Hughes. Oh, that's great. Okay, now that's a DVD. Is it? I remember the days when the Aria was for the Best Comedy oh, Album of the Year. They don't oh, have enough right. comedy albums anymore, so they have to bolster the numbers with comedy DVDs. Okay, Tony. Now, you know, fine work from Husey. Well done. Mm. But he was up against an album. I think we know which album it was. Frog Sack. That's oh, right. Oh, really? Frog Sack lost. Frog Sack. Rodney yeah. Rood will be back. Yeah, yep, yep. This stash isn't over. No. And, and I think Gorcha is doing a CD of Gorcha Calls next year, oh. um, which will be in the All comedy right. release. Okay. The open best comedy window, release please. yet. Sure. Oh. Please, somebody open a window. Smash one if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One of the... Didn't even get oh. to my uh, joke about the ev- evangelical hip-hop outfit called Hillsong Hoods. Oh, Didn't even get oh, there. Stop. All jokes oh. must go on a Monday. <laughs> okay, here's a lobby group that have been... I'm covered in puns, Tone. Big supporters of this show. <laughs> feel dirty. Over the last couple of years. People who remember... So violated. Nintendo 64 yeah, Golden yeah, yeah. Eye. Oh, yes. I mentioned it in a book I did. Uh, and, of course... game. Once you let people know you're into it, those who are still playing it come out of the woodwork. <laughs> Can you play one of your segments about Goldeneye? Tell you who was a surprise Goldeneye player was Marty Sheargold. Yes. From Sydney's The Shebang. Yeah, have you got a clip there? What about David Myers says, if you can't oh, yeah, get what? the table tennis tournament happening, Tony, you should set up a Nintendo 64 ah. Goldeneye tournament for the nerds. Because, of course, uh, in my book, Lolly Scramble, available for Christmas, I talk about my addiction yeah. to uh, Goldeneye. Great game. Have you played Goldeneye? Yeah, I love that game. How bad did it get? In the mm. book, I talk about how I just couldn't get out of there. Mm. Even when I mastered the game, mm. I'd spend weekends just going around smashing beakers and mm. bottles and <laughs> you know, blowing up desks and Was things. that the one that started on the train? No, there's yeah. a train bit. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a train yeah. bit. Try and get through the train level yeah. using... Uh, slaps? Mis- Karate chops? Yeah, yeah, where you only can use hand slaps, yeah. but the bad guys have nuclear missiles. <laughs> <laughs> You're on a train, it's really confined. Yeah. I could never get my watch at the end of the train bit to shoot the oh, laser. Oh, the laser. Oh, that was yeah, frustrating. That square in the floor, you have to oh, knock all the little... Man. Yeah. Oh, that was, and you, you never managed to save Natalia. No, no. you just got to accept that Natalia's a goner yeah. Yeah. and move on. Very attractive animated oh, female character, right. though. Well, see, Oof. that got me in the tribe. In the book again, I talk about how uh, I had actually met the actress who played Ooh, the Natalia. real, yeah, Ooh. Isabella Skorobko. She sexy? was a co-host on Martin Malloy. Yes, of course she was. The answer to your question is yes. Yes, of very she sexy. Was a co-host on Martin Malloy. But then for a week, I can't work out how that happened. <laughs> Mick's just going, "Oh, mate, uh, Hesse's not available. Get Isabella Skorobko in again." <laughs> And in the, you know, GoldenEye, this is the jungle yeah. level. Mm. I love the jungle. And when you've done everything, Jeez. you can stay there and just walk around idyllically being followed by Natalia. <laughs> and my wife's coming in going, you're looking down Natalia's dress. <laughs> and I'm going, no, I'm trying to uh, help her reload her rocket launcher. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how bad it can get on the... I didn't know you were a GoldenEye. Yeah, and no, I loved GoldenEye. Who was yeah. your character of choice when you had the multiplayer action? Yeah. Odd job, odd job. Oh, you about odd, odd job. job. It was too fat. It was too easy to hit. <laughs> I can't remember who I used to go. I never went Bond. No, nah, they can't go Bond. Nah. Sell out. You've got Boy. to go... One of the Russian guys who was in a blue tracksuit, he was the hardest to spot from far away. So yeah. that's who I always went. <laughs> You've really thought this through it. Jeez, I'm just flashing back to the whole game now. The snow section was Mm. tough. Yeah. Silo was good. Silo was good. Silo level with proximity mines. Oh, That's the go. Yeah, yeah. And you run ahead and you plant a few. Yeah. Then and you then get, run back. And then run back. <laughs> <laughs> That's I reckon. You can do that for five or six months, yeah. actually. <laughs> it's just when they limit your proximity mines. They only give yeah. you like five. 14. Yeah, yeah but if you get unlimited ammo, you know, oh, if you yeah. get into that world, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. do you think mm. anyone's still listening? <laughs> Maybe not. Here's the plain white tees, finally. And we'll be back with more, including, oh, our worst ever segment. Can it be? Next, I'll get this. Ah, yes, that is the plain white tees. Hey there, Delilah, here at Get This Around the Nation, brought to you by the Nissan Navara. Oh, yeah. The 4x4, the year to the year. I think it was at the Arias last night, wasn't it? It looked glamorous in a Bettina Liano number. Yeah, speeding up the uh, red carpet. I think um, three members of Sneaky Sound System were actually run down, and as they were... (laughs) Falling beneath the wheels of the Navara, they were still heard to remark upon the amazing long, deep, wide tray and stylish 16-inch <laughs> alloy wheels. They couldn't resist. They couldn't resist it. 
Fair enough, too. <laughs> okay. What about, um, well, wisdom? It's time for some wisdom here at Get This. Now, you can't copy the guy's paper next door and say he got all the answers right and when I copied them, yep. he got all the answers wrong and when I copied them, they were all right. He's, he's, he's copied the answers. Sorry, that's Peter Costello, but does that sound a bit like... There's not, not a crime at all. Oh. Like I said, I can, I can be with Frank today and tell him to shoot you. If he shoots you and I, and I didn't mean to tell him, I'm just joking, they shoot me, huh? Just say he shot you. Don't shoot me, Frank. That's for sure, but I'm just saying, if I told Frank to jump off the I've told you, mucking around at the front of the Harbour Bridge, you jump off the Harbour Bridge and you jump. I don't want you to jump off the Harbour Bridge. <laughs> They're really? virtually indistinguishable these days, Costello and Fennec. But Fennec's got an excuse. Literally millions of punches to the head. What's, <laughs> what's Costello's excuse? <laughs> I don't know, but... Um, you know, we're playing a lot of our most requested segments oh, yeah. over these weeks towards the, uh, well, the final get this mm. on the 23rd of November. But uh, why just play the stuff that went really well? Yeah. A lot of people want stuff like this. Let's talk Orlando Bloom. Oh, yeah. As, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. As we play a new game, Orlando <sighs> Bloom or dot, dot, dot. Now, unfortunately for you, Tony, uh, the theme song for this segment is you singing Journeys Don't Stop Believing. Oh, how does it go? I'll get you started. Yeah. Just a small town boy. In the style of Ig Cavalier? No, no. In the Just style. a small town boy. <laughs> Keep going. Don't stop. Something about tomorrow. No, this is hopeless. Don't stop believing. Taste the wild honey. No, no. <laughs> Just a city girl. Just a city girl. Born and raised in South Detroit. Born and raised in South Detroit. Just repeating everything you're saying. This is your name. This isn't radio by anyone's standards. That's poor, Tony. <laughs> poor. We're in the segment now. So Are we just? Now we're going to have to wallow in it. The way this works is uh, we play a sound effect and mm. uh, Tony and Richard have to guess whether it is Orlando Bloom or here's the first sound effect. Mm. Is that... Okay. Oh. Is that Orlando Bloom? Whenever you're ready, Rich, just oh, yeah? cut it. At the, you know, is, it, is it Orlando Bloom or a plate of fish in milk? I'm going with fish in milk. <laughs> Incorrect. What? That's Orlando Bloom in The Calcium Kid. That was his big emotional scene. <laughs> That's when he played a boxer. All right, Richard. Hang on, with somebody like tearing a plaster off your arm mm. interrupted by Blimpy the lactose intolerant cat as yeah. far as I can oh, see. So now you need different sounds. Yeah, I need a different sound. <laughs> a right. plopping sound. <laughs> this is not going to wear, is okay, it? Okay, Rich, you ready? We're in a song at the moment, aren't we? Okay, mm -hmm. you know, Rich, <laughs> yes. play the sound. No. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, well, I guess, is that Orlando Bloom or a man with a swarm of killer bees <laughs> punching a bucket of oatmeal? It sounded to me like a man with a box of killer bees punching a bag of oatmeal. Incorrect. Oh, Orlando, what Orlando you know? Bloom. <laughs> I'm shocked. Orlando Bloom in Elizabethtown there. <laughs> Final sound effect, Richard. Okay. And try and have some plops in that. I'm, plop, I'm plopping. Just have one plop. Okay. That's all I asked. Okay. Find me some plops. Yep. I got um, bees. Bees. <laughs> That's good. All right, you ready? Yep. Tony, away you go, Rich. <laughs> okay. Somebody step on a duck. Is that Orlando Bloom or jelly being poured on a baby pig? Surely that's jelly being poured on a presumably silent and mute <laughs> baby pig. Incorrect. That was <laughs> that was Richard's audition for the role of McDreamy in Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> and that's it. Outstanding. All right, and now the closing for this, Tony. Oh, you'll, you'll be happy to know. Is, yeah. is you singing the Jive Bunny Mega Mix? Flowers, flowers, no. drifting by. Get out of here. Can we have a song, please, Richard? <laughs> and people wonder why we're off here. <laughs> Let's let the listeners yeah. clean up this mess. Please. Let's do that next. Get this. Yeah, that'll be baby animals. One word here at Get This around the nation. That's right, you're spending your mid to late afternoon with the team from Get This. These are people who like to stand in the outer. In the days before the Chardonnay sipping theatre set took over. <laughs> Worst right. kind they are. Okay. Worst kind. Creators of the Get This podcast, one, four, three. Ooh, our what's first, it, well, the first one to be um, given the explicit rating. Mm. Thanks to a certain Bob Franklin. Thanks very much, Bob. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Yeah, well, at least he's ensured that the podcast isn't cheap, nasty, and downright boring. <laughs> And if gratuitous filth isn't your go, there's also uh, Richard's mum is well, in there. Well, one yeah. up the bracket. 
point. An old bionic ear oh. sketch is in there. Oh, okay. there's all kinds of stuff. Yes, yes. fantastic. Triplem.com.au. But in the meantime, let's climb Talkback Mountain. <laughs> Thank you, Craftwork. Uh, like all of the Talkback Mountain themes, that one was put together by Maddie Dower. And woe betides anyone <laughs> who has the hide to criticise it. Yes, woe betides. Thanks, Rexy. Uh, today, uh, well, Ed's only just arrived. I don't know where he's been. He's uh, flown in and we got an advance message that today's topic for Talkback Mountain would be... That looks dodgy. No, that's incorrect. Oh, sorry, that's an old idea. This is a new idea. What looks dodgy? What looks dodgy? What looks dodgy? And a lot of people don't know that we actually don't uh, contact each other outside the show. We don't text or call each (laughs) other. No, not really. Talk to each other when the microphones are on. So to get a text message from Ed is quite exciting. It's quite an event. That's right. (laughs) What what was the text message? This is from this morning. Hey, mate, just to let you know, I'm on a plane back to the show. Uh, We'll be there just after one. My idea for a phone topic is what looks dodgy? Because I saw some kids making out in a bush behind a 7-Eleven in Brisbane. (laughs) What looks dodgy than that? Someone watching a couple of kids making out yeah. in the bush behind a 7-Eleven in Brisbane. There was a few of us watching. <laughs> Why were you filming it? That's the part I can't work out. I had to get them to stop and start again because the light was bad. <laughs> of course. One more for sound. <laughs> All right. Is that your what looks dodgy? Well, it was uh, until I got hold of the Sydney Morning Herald this morning. Tyler. Yeah. Spare a thought for this bloke. Yeah. Have a look at this. Uh, Andrew Qua. Oh, it's not us. Thank God. No, there we go. Woo who's been dumped by Family First uh, for the Western Sydney seat of Reed after some photographs of him allegedly parading his private parts appeared on gay websites and emailed around the country. Doesn't that just happen? How many times have we said this on this show? Mm. As soon as someone super religious Mm -hmm. starts talking about family values, it's like there's three. Four. Will they be busted in a sex scandal before I get to ten? Six. Seven. Oh, no. Oh, look, oh. hustless chaps as he walks away from the podium. Sprung bad. Ever since that Jim Backer back oh, in, the, yes. in the 80s. Back in the day. And Swaggett. Remember him? Oh, yes, Swaggett. Put it away, Swaggett. And every one of them, it seems. Can't help themselves. Well, Quar is protesting his innocence and okay, fair, fair enough. Yep, sure. He said it was, th- it was possible that he thought he may have posed for the photographs, but he thinks it's highly unlikely. Right, have right. Listen to this quote. I might have been drunk off my face, okay, or my political enemies may have drugged me. (laughs) Which begs the question, who, Richard? Who are these political enemies? All right, and then it got me thinking, which which political enemies of Family First... Are absolutely chockers with drugs. Right. Grey power. But this is their <laughs> oh, yeah. this is their new angle, and I'm saying, watch out, Greens <laughs> and legalised marijuana party. Yeah. That grey power. They're going to slip you a, a spiked chamomile tea and then take some photos of your gear. <laughs> Put it on the internet. This now, is this is their new yeah. go. In defence of this bloke, is he not saying that it may have been photoshopped? Watch this tone. Here we go. One of the shots exposing his private parts as he takes a picture of himself in the mirror. He says, that's not my penis. Oh, so they've taken someone else's naked penis and grafted it over the top of his own naked penis. Well, I've got more uh, information on this, Tone. Allegedly, he went on to say, that is not my penis. I've never seen it before. My penis has a tattoo of a smaller penis on it to make it look bigger. I urge the owner of the real penis to come forward. All right. And he has. (laughs) Has he? Oh, yeah. In the... In the Sydney Press today, yeah. there was an interview with a man. What did the owner? I'm who's, now going to. Who's that going to be? I wonder. <laughs> so weird. We across so, to him now. Are we? I'm Richard, <laughs> and I'm all about photoshopping my peeny weeny onto politicians' bodies. I've already done Christopher Pine and Maxine McCune. <laughs> Do you like the Veronicas? I think they're cute as a button. Palinoticians. <laughs> Who are these palinoticians? So there's the real owner. So mystery solved, Andrew. You're off the hook. I've got to learn to go off the record. Yeah. <laughs> I, should have, I should stop saying my name before every quote. There are so many things that look dodgy. We could get to them all, but let's get the listeners on Sorry, board. I've spoken too long. You can have... No, never. Okay. It's get this, remember, on Triple M. Give us a call. Were you at the 7-Eleven with me on the weekend? What have you seen that looks dodgy? Give it, us... It could be on the TV. It could, could be, be in the papers. could be anything. It could be in your own pants. Call us now, one triple three five three. Thank you, Snow Patrol. You're all I have here at Get This on Triple M today. We're saying what looks dodgy. Who's got an example, Ed? G'day, Ross. G'day, mate. How are you going? Excellent. What looks dodgy? Uh, Aria's last night, they seem to be uh, doing a bit of sublim- subliminal advertising. Oh, okay. Give that a round. What are you, what are you talking, Ross? I, I mean, mean, don't name companies, but what's going on? Oh, you know, they're introducing a bit of Keith Urban or something like that, and mm. in between they seem to slip in a few frames, like a bit of KFC action or a bit of uh, 
bit of big W sort of frame just in the middle there. Well, the, the advertising right. clearly had no effect on you because you can't remember the names of the <laughs> I companies. No but I, was, you know. I reckon they've done a good job, Ross. <laughs> That's right. You're currently standing in big W with a bucket of KFC, <laughs> are you know? I don't know how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're talking to Ed Cavalier from the KFC ad, so it must be oh, working. Fired from Definitely the KFC working, ads. Right. All right, Ross. Tell me, uh, Ross, were you impressed with Keith's uh, hair last night? Was that his real hair? No, oh, you ask the big questions, and I like yeah. that about you. Did that win something? Did that was oh, the reward th- for yeah, best no, hair? I think it got most windswept mm. uh, in an Australian release. <laughs> <laughs> dear, oh dear. Thank you, Ross. <laughs> Who's Love next? You. Hi, Ash, how are you? Hi, guys, how are you going? Excellent. What looks dodgy? Oh, so I went to a tattoo parlour on Friday. What did you get? Out- Oh, I'm getting it. Oh, they wouldn't do it. I was too intoxicated to get tattooed. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. oh they're so mean. I oh, know they, they they rejected me, which is I was pretty devastated. But anyway, yeah. there was a man just kicking back out the frame, and he had a pair of leather chaps on, and like full leathers and all that sort of stuff. And he was just sitting back on his park bench, just drinking a long neck out of a plastic bag. Wow! wow. And, and was he handing out ca- how to vote cards for Family First? Can I ask? <laughs> I, w- I wish because I would vote for them if he was. All right. I wish he was a candidate. Mountain. And can I just say, guys, too, before I go? Yes, Ash. I joined on Facebook the Please Save Get This from Triple M. Oh, did, did you, oh, hang on. Ash, wow. that's fine. Did you join Ed Cavalier as a spunk? I'm going to look for that when I get yeah, home. Right. And I think you are, you are Ed Cavalier. Thanks, I love Ash. You. Ooh, we, right. The question everyone <laughs> wants to know is what was the tattoo that you were too drunk to get? What was it going to be? <laughs> I'm getting on Friday, I've booked it, I'm getting um, from our Marilyn Manson and Christ Superstar, the symbol on the lectern as he's preaching. Yeah. Hardcore, brother. Sweet tats. Thank you. I do thank actually you. know what that is. It's very good. I've got yeah. one on me face. All right. <laughs> thank you, Ash. Love no you to worries, talk guys. to you. Bye-bye. Hello, uh, hello, Joe. How are you? G'day, guys. How are you going? Ooh, excellent. And uh, what looks dodgy? Uh, the uh, kebab shop down the road from me. Why? Why? What did they do? I don't think they sell kebabs. <laughs> Okay. I went in there. Okay. Now, just don't give out an address, but tell us what's happened. Well, I walked in there. It always seemed empty. I always knew that there was a kebab shop there down the road if I needed one. One night, I desperately needed one. Walking down there, and I got into the shop, and I looked at the guy, and I said, uh, can I have a lamb kebab? And he sort of looks at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and, he, and I, said, I pointed up to the board behind him, and I said, you know, one of those, like the picture. And he looks up, and he goes, oh, like he'd never seen one before. <laughs> And, uh, but the place seems to be doing a thriving business. <laughs> well, right. And were all the staff just wearing balaclavas? Was it something like that? There, was a, there seemed to be a lot of cardboard boxes out the back, and I'm not oh, sure what they were. Okay, okay. Doggy DVDs, maybe oh, a lotion uh, ring, I'm not sure. A lotion ring? <laughs> lotion ring busted! <laughs> Joe? Okay, all well, right. it's not usually a kebab shop. I've, you know, long harboured suspicions against pipe shops. <laughs> right. I don't mean marijuana pipe shops. I mean Sherlock Holmes style pipe oh, shops. What oh. do you think's going on? Well, what can be going on? Who's buying a pipe? How do they stay in business? Detectives. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody smokes a pipe. There's three men in Australia who still smoke pipes. Gumshoes. How shoes. do you keep a chain of shops alive? <laughs> Detectives. Dr. Watson's got to buy them for Holmes for his birthday. It this must be ice. <laughs> All right. And on that cheery note... <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Wow. In the next hour, oh, she hasn't seen anything dodgy, but no. she is going to help us with eavesdropping disasters. Fantastic. George McEncroft. Get this. Complete nonsense. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Hello, everybody. It's us. Be ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna... Hear this, the second hour, still broadcasting around the nation thanks to Nissan Navara. Massive pulling power. Mm. I think Ooh. you'll agree. Look who it's pulled into the studio, Rich. Look! It's George It's Mac- me! Hooray for me! Hooray for George. Yeah, thank you very yeah. much. I'll give you some real applause. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. I'm worthy of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's really uh, a period of farewell to our Queensland listeners. Oh. We're, we're going to miss them. Uh, so many of our maddest callers, as you know, mm-hmm. from up north. Mm. We can't explain it. Well, we stir them up with a stick in the morning and they come out snapping at you in the afternoon, yeah. Right. What's Give them a poke around. Are they mad at like quarter past six in the morning? So it depends on who's on the show and what we've provoked them with. I got up them this morning by suggesting that a man shouldn't ask for his wife's father's hand in marriage. When you get married, right. you know. Yeah. What do we call that? Asking permission. Yeah. Do people still do that? 
Apparently. I, I'm planning to text a woman if I want to marry her. I that's think the way that's I, good. Send her a Facebook message. Well, Want to get hitched? I, I, I caused a bit of a ruckus around a kerfuffle. Really? With that outrageous concept that a woman was a fully-fledged grown-up who could choose to get married. Well, Not a kid being asked to go for a ride at the park. We don't mind. <laughs> Can she come out to play? Ruckus, yes, row, sure, kerfuffle, fine. No imbroglios. No. Oh, well. Sadly. And no Bob Franklin-style trouble. I hope you're going to keep it clean yeah. today, yeah. I, George. It is one of my favourites, but I won't use it today. No, we don't censor any of our co-hosts on the program, and I think that's really... That was as close to censorship, I think, as you've ever come to. Th- that's been part of the problem. Uh, yeah. Look, we're going to keep things very clean in this hour, and we need you for... Squeaky. Eavesdropping disasters. Yes, yeah, so I want to bring this to the table. Okay. And music. That's right. <laughs> We get this, a promising music. What? Listen to that. Look, I can hear program directors all over the country just falling off their chairs in shock. <laughs> it's going to happen in this hour. Get this. Thank you, madness. Our house here at Get This Around the Nation. That's right, get this. It's not negative. Nope. It's not dirty. Nope. It's not personal. It's true. Yes. There you go. It's a show with Mr. so Howard much it. potential. <laughs> <laughs> Your sense of humour has not failed you. All oh, right, thank you. George Backerow is here. Give her Hi, a round. George. Welcome back, Lovely George. Lovely to be here from the very stormy Brisbane. Yeah, is that Being right? raining and, and a storming and a thundering. Yeah. What's that? on the weekend? Wild. Ed, Ed was up there. Where did you... I mean, you get off the plane in Brisbane. What's your first stop? Mm, Drink machine. Yeah. Where? Mm. Drink, Drink machine. Drink machine. Get a Fanta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Get a straw. Straight down to Ripley's on the Gold Coast. Roll in yeah. style. You know what I mean? You walk down the street with a can of Fanta and a straw, curly straw, in Brisbane, curly. you're a king. <laughs> you are a king among men. Walking with kings. <laughs> uh, how is the campaign, would it be uh, fair to say a stalled campaign for Mirror of the Gold Coast for Warwick Kappa? I, look, I don't think Warwick should Give up, but mm. at the same time, I wouldn't be investing in any mayoral-type robes uh, at this stage. We were hoping he was going to go sans robes anyway, just uh, sash. With well, you couldn't blame it. It's hot. <laughs> and, uh, you know, mink is particularly warm. So I think maybe <laughs> just leave the stoles right. for now mm. and uh, and go the sash. Well, we are supposed to be talking to Warwick Kappa tomorrow. Well, my first question is going to be, where's the DVD, son? Because yeah. we ordered yes. his porno. Like months ago. <laughs> it still hasn't arrived. still hasn't arrived. Maybe they're putting the finishing touches on the ending. Fancy Warwick Kappa not being someone to trust. <laughs> Fancy <laughs> sending him money in the mail and something not... You're right, out. actually. Who'd have thought? How do you know it hasn't been delivered and just been intercepted by another program? Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, That's yes. got you thinking. Here we go. That lot on your show. Yeah, they're Ian's looking very happy I'm looking lately. at you. That's Sully. <laughs> Oh. He'd have that in his library. Tell you what. Uh, then, of course, there's Yobbo's Up the Guts. I still yes. haven't seen that down at my uh, mm. video shop. No. Why not? Who's holding these things back? Mm. Well, we'll contact him tomorrow and yeah, find, find out find what's out. going on. we get the bottom of this. Other big stories from up north. I know, um, you know, there's often, um, well, over the two years we've been doing this show, there's mm. been a lot of brothel sort of trouble. Absolutely. Yes. You know that kind of gear. Uh, I think Townsville, there was some, some brothel trouble. Mad for a brothel. But Melbourne has... A Townsville, <laughs> mad for a brothel. <laughs> The whole family can enjoy. <laughs> Listen to this from down south. Melbourne's biggest illegal brothel is said to be knocked down and replaced with a luxury hotel. Yes. <laughs> there are going to be some upset customers <laughs> still showing up. Hey, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll just hang this do not disturb flag here. <laughs> a private detective hired by the city of Melbourne paid to have sex at oh. the centre as part of the evidence gathering process. That's been a feature of the two years of this show. Ridiculous. Is that scam? There must be a queue of people at the council for that job. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, sorry, I ran here all the way from Adelaide. Um, here's the job still going. But here's a new wrinkle on that. Listen to this. I've Le- got a show reel. Legal advice <laughs> obtained by the City of Melbourne was that another private detective would have to go back to prove that the first provision of sex oh. was not a one-off incident. So true. <laughs> okay, so it's set up like a brothel. Yep. You've yeah. gone in and paid for sex and had some sex, yep. but it might have just been a huge misunderstanding. <laughs> so... <laughs> Because I've had people knock on my door. Because you know I live near where a lot of the uh, yeah. the, sort of yeah. the working girls hang out. Yeah. Sometimes people knock on my door. And if they look nice, I'm like, cool, let's do it. You know, get to make a few bucks. And that was a one-off. So if you're right, Tony, you have to have someone come through and do it again. Yeah. Our producer has just taken off her headphones. Sorry. And leaving the room. 
You're a really and troubled person. George is said to follow. Look, I'm only kidding. <laughs> but that is an intro. I mean, what is that job called at the council? Good, I think. <laughs> Sought after. <laughs> the, Fought over. This tactic has enabled the city of Melbourne to close down 11 illegal brothels oh. in just the last three years. Goodness who, me. Who, that All guy, right. he must be a hero. <laughs> Boy of the month, a huge <laughs> smile on the face. And a string of busts to his credit. Uh, you know, we're not going to stoop to any kind of puns in this break. I could feel Richard reaching for one then. Yeah, I had a private dick thing ready to go, but uh, I left it alone. <laughs> no, there's ladies present. Yes. Let's keep things tasteful and let's talk about music. Yes, we're doing the wow. right thing next on Get This. Triple M. Triple M. That's good stuff. Ah, let's see how far we've come, Matchbox 20. How far have we come? <laughs> I don't know. It's not been measured. Nobody was wearing a pedometer for That's today's right. broadcast. I need a George. private detective for the Melbourne City Council <laughs> to measure that accurately. <laughs> certainly would. George McEncroe from the Brisbane Cage. I've is, come a long way. Certainly have. Uh, it's quite a walk up to our office. Oof, gee. Let's talk about music for Princess once. Uh, yes. That idol business. Do your kids watch that? They do watch a bit of idol, and they were a bit worried to see Parasite getting a hard time. Or Terrasite, I should use oh, her real name. Parasite. Getting a hard time Ouch. last night. Uh, they were getting stuck into it, saying she wasn't being her real self. Right. And the thought of anyone faking it up on commercial television really bothers me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, to see somebody just pretending to be cross when they're not really, uh, you know, storming out. I couldn't stand it. So yeah, she she horrified them. They're very moral people mm. and they have a high code and um, she breached it. And, uh, yeah, it was worrying. Well, you know, the music's good. Her singing's good. I don't know what I don't know what they want from her. What was it last night? What was the theme of the night? Oh, I'd have to have watched it with greater attention Fair to enough. answer that question, Ed. <laughs> can you send that stuff to me the night before on an email? No That's worries, tricky. can do. Is yeah. there a sense that it's fished out waters for Australian Idol? I reckon it's done. Well, yeah. I think some of them have done quite well. Mm. Yeah, the, the Christians keep singing and producing yeah. good little yeah. singers. Yeah, well, it's religious programming. That's why it's on on a Sunday, so I understand <laughs> it. Oh, yeah, absolutely right. But, and they're bringing kind in as the devil. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Once it's, you know, the half-decent gear is finished with, mm. then we can get back to entertainment television the way it should be, potluck style. Oh, oh. Yes. And once we exhume oh. and reanimate the corpse of Bernard King, then I think we're ready for a new golden age in terms of talent-based television. Quite serious question, Tone, because yep. you know I'm desperate to bring potluck back. Yep, mm. yep, yep. Who would you have in your Bernard King role? Mm. If, you, if you had to do it today, because the thing about Bernard yes, King is he, yes. he, he had a go, but he had to go in quite a funny way, mm. and the jokes were kind of about him a lot of the time, yeah. and he wasn't genuinely nasty. It was just kind of, kind of, you know, <laughs> naughty asides. Like yeah, it was, it was like getting to death by mice. It was, yeah, yeah, it was like a cat sort of punching yeah, you in the yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> well, like, scratching. I guess they think that uh, between Dicko and Kyle, no, 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 there's that, kind no, of who a... who would you put... To, so it's Potluck. You're the, you're the executive yep, producer, yep. Mm. right? Mm. Executive producer, T. Martin. Sure. And I've walked into your office and I've gone, we're doing Potluck, we need a Bernard King. Do you know who I think would be good? George. You. Me? No. You, yes. No. He could do it. He could go all high camp and... My answer is Chemical Ali. Quickly, all before right, they hang right. him. Get a series in. <laughs> be uncompromising. It'd be fun. All right. Well, there you go. But we do take the music seriously uh, here at Get This. And, and it has been suggested, I think wrongly, that we don't. Uh, we've been right behind a wonderful campaign that the station's had going for a couple of years. I think it wrapped up uh, a couple of months back now. And that was um, the you'll never know what will play next business. Well, uh, oh. well, you never know. I mean, that's, a, that's an important possible question to ask. I mean, the, the, the only thing that you can honestly do is answer that question based on your state of knowledge at the time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you never know. Well, we, punchy. See, we were right behind it last year, and I think this piece does have a reference to Nickelback in it, and we promised no Nickelback oh. references in 2007, but uh, think back to 2006. This is for Michael Murray mm -hmm. and John Smith. Wow. Surprisingly <laughs> real-sounding names. Unbelievable. <laughs> Here again, this. You never know what will play. Play next on Get This. It might be some old stuff. Or it might be some new stuff. It might be some slow stuff. Could be some fast stuff. 
That's right. We've completely lost the plot and have no idea what we're gonna play next. It might be some old stuff. Or it might be something from the future. It might be rock. Or music to make you think. Who knows what we'll play next at Get This. It could be some old stuff. It might be some new stuff. Because we've got absolutely no idea what we're gonna play next. Well, sometimes we do. The girl's happy, she's got no money, I got my rocks off. Oh, how good is this? We love playing that. But mostly we've got no idea. It could be old. It could be new. It might even be this. But it definitely won't be Dave Graney. No, you don't. Oh, I nearly got my throat. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Uh, can we get this song started? How do we do it, Rich? How does it go? It needs to do a Bob Hawke impression. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. The offspring self-esteem here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. George McEncrow is mm. with us and she's brought in an idea for a phone topic. Well, I've got to tell you the story. Set the scene. You know, some months ago I lost a bet to Ed Cavalier. Oh, which one? Yeah. Well, it cost 100 bucks. We don't, I don't want to go back oh, through the details because I was in trouble. I remember right. he was yeah. supposed to. It was a term to... that I dared him to use on, on air. He yeah, used it. Yep. I lost 100 bucks. Song? He said, don't worry about the 100 bucks. Pay me in kind. I said, I'm a married woman. I'll buy, pay you in food. Oh, yeah. Right. So, so. Uh, that that seemed to suit everybody. You have I've got no use for money. I would have just eaten it That's anyway. Right. So, to my shame, to I um I, I, well I, I bought him food. Okay, yeah, was, so you know he had cannelloni. It was delicious. Chicken salad sometimes, Mm-mm. tuna pasta, mm. and chicken soup. Right, which which right. I very you know and I lovingly present it to you, didn't I? Sometimes yeah, a bit of cracked away. pepper, a bit yeah. of parsley, yeah. all good. Yeah. Can you imagine then my heartbreak when um when I was listening to a promo going around the network? listening to you guys, as a matter of fact, and I heard my soup being described like this by Harry Shearer. Hi, Daniel. How are you? Yeah. By the way, what's this? Oh, uh, this is some soup, Harry, which it's I... It's uh, really repulsive looking. Okay, okay. Just, Sorry, uh, Daniel. Uh, you listen away. to the it, show. It, you know how this show works. It's all about soup, isn't it? A it tub is. of really gelatinous <laughs> looking soup. Gelatinous. You don't want to watch it move, Daniel. <laughs> Count your blessings that it's radio. Okay, so, so there are two things. One is, sure... Not everyone in the world can have their soup critiqued by Harry Shearer. That's true. So if you're going to be dissed by anybody, it's it might be the big guy. But where were you to my defence? Where were you to say, hands off my soup, it may look horrible, but it tastes delicious? I said it off air. (laughs) Cowardly custard. How many times have I heard that? I I had Harry Shearer, like, after the show, I was, like, berating him for, like, six hours. His publicists were like, he's got to go. I'm like, not till I'm finished. (laughs) That corn is delicious in there. You know, I'd been swanning it about a bit, saying, oh, yeah, I'm I'm feeding Ed. You know, I was taking some sort of maternal pride in it. It's a bit sick, but that's an issue. You for me no, my shrink. Cool. I was loving that and and then to hear it dissed and go undefended. But then I thought I probably wasn't meant to hear that. That's true. Oh, and I see. So the phone topic would be... Eavesdropping. And what did you... What did you what hear? What did you hear that you weren't meant to hear? See, I have the best ever story like that. The best ever, but I can never tell it on air. because oh, change the names. Tony. I can't because you need to know who it is. But Otherwise this, it's not funny. I'll, I'll do the setup for you. Okay. okay. Like maybe 15 years ago, yeah, I was yeah. staying at the Siebel Townhouse in Sydney. Tony Bartisio dances. No. I was watching TV. <laughs> this really happened. Someone was on the TV. Okay. I turned the TV off 
and I could still hear that person talking. Okay. And they were in the next room. Oh, wow. Like, how weird is that? Okay, okay. Through the adjoining doors. Okay. And if I opened my side of the adjoining so doors. Simon Townsend. No. <laughs> I could hear quite clearly what was being said. Okay. Paid off later that night. Really? When that person and another celebrity and two friends came back to the hotel room. Yeah. And some business happened. Cooly doolies. Oh. I heard it all. Oh, my goodness. And the funniest part was they started watching Entertainment Tonight on the TV. Yeah. So I turned on Entertainment Tonight, turned the sound down, and it was like a live commentary track. <laughs> As these so-called celebrities went to town on everyone who was coming off on the show with off-the-record stories. It was like the funniest night ever of entertainment. I can't say who it is. Oh, just give us the initials of one. Um, Just say G-E. I won't know it's Greg Evans, I I promise. (laughs) It's someone from an older generation, even Uh, than me. Ding dong. Okay, no, no. Ernie. Roy Mayreen. No? (laughs) Roy Reed. No. But that was like... All right, that's pretty good, Tony. That is a beauty, but I I can't say any more of the trouble. But were they bagging you or your soup? No. (laughs) Or any of your craft work? Foodstuffs and Condiments left unscathed. Oh. Cliff Richard, he copped a mouthful, oh, I can tell you that. Uh, eavesdropping accidents, that's what we're looking for. Mr. Marsland's facial expression tells me we're running over. All right, let's get to it, because I'm going to have a story for this, so I'd rather go to the callers. <laughs> <laughs> callers now, what did you hear that you weren't supposed to? One triple three five three. Get this. It's one confused alphabet soup. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Oh, nobody in that ad break mentioned the Nissan Navara. Clearly no. an oversight mm. with this huge pulling power, rugged good looks. George McEncrow is with us from our Brisbane office. Delighted to be here. Get this at Triple M. We're asking, what have you heard that you shouldn't have? Who's going first there, Cavalier? Hi, Leanne. Oh, hi, mate. How are you? Excellent. Uh, what did you hear? Well, I was um, in my sick bed. This is mm. a few years ago. I was in my sick bed at home taking the day off work mm. and... Um, one of the girls I worked with um, had uh, gone out to lunch with the boss and his wife and um, her bag phoned me, her, her mobile phone went off in her handbag oh, and yes. um, I answered the, the call, hi, you know, and um, heard the whole bagging me basically or she could have sound sicker when she phoned and all that sort of stuff. Oh, and, um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I was I was devastated because I really thought this girl was a friend of mine and um, anyway, needless to say, I... Um, I bucked up and went to, to work the next day and, uh, you know, hit them up and said, you know, I did, I did catch the conversation yesterday and, oh, you know, like, what conversation? Couldn't believe it. And and I just relayed a few things. And even with the voice, you know, cause, you know, when you first wake up in the morning and, yes. and um, you know, I mean, I wasn't throwing a sick. I was genuinely ill, but you can't help it. You know, you have that... Uh, Froggy voice and yeah. oh yeah, I'm so sick. I won't be able to come in today and all this. Was that that voice you just did then? Sounded believable, <laughs> Leanne. I thought you came down with something really quickly, so, and then you got over it. Thank you, Leanne. Lovely to talk to you. <laughs> That's right. a, a good you. example. I'll Perfect. Speak to you uh, again soon. Why did I say that? Yeah. Oh, hi, Tim. Uh, how are you? <laughs> G'day, guys. How are you going? Excellent. What did you hear that you shouldn't have? Oh, I met my neighbour. Uh, I haven't met before and I went up and said hello to her one night and then the next day I thought I'd take some drinks up and she was on the phone mm-hmm. and I heard that she said that, oh, the neighbour's all right, he's a bit all right, so I took full advantage of it. Well, well done. Done. Good on you. Good on you. I thought you were going to say the neighbours are losing I think you're stalking me. Yeah. And then you had to turn away with your beers and drink them by yourself. <laughs> and oh. You didn't, so that's good. And are you still together, Tim? No, 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 no. It was only a couple of night things. <laughs> yeah, Tim, <laughs> yeah. Well, at least there was a second night. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of a weekend thing. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, it was, Tim. Uh, Ed oh, will be getting that address <laughs> off you during the song. Woo! That's one good. No, Tim, come on. Now it's going to get fruity. Come on. All right, lovely to talk to you. Kids coming out of school. Sir, hello, Chris. How are you? Good, thanks, guys. And George, how are you? Yeah, very well. I got my name mentioned. That makes me happy. Yeah. Hi, Chris. What have you got? Um, it's uh, it's not a matter of what I heard. It's, it's how I heard it. I discovered okay. when I was younger that I could tune my FM radio into the wireless home phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. So whenever someone would walk away with it, I could tune in, sit down with a thing of popcorn and uh, <laughs> listen casually to what was happening oh, in the world. Fantastic. Oh, what, what was the best thing that you heard? It was it, actually it was all rather boring. So I'd I'd wander in, do a bit of prelude to a fart gear, yeah. walk back out, and see what the response was. Oh, good on you, good on you, Chris. Most annoying thing about the house phone radio: too much talk, not enough rock. Oh, <laughs> hey. 
<laughs> Those conversations die in air checks. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Uh, we don't have time. We time. don't have time we for have any... to do this oh, again. Oh, okay. We've got, sorry. we've got to hear from some of our esteemed political leaders. Hey, thank you to everyone that called, though, and thank you to all the people that called up that we couldn't put to air. Yeah. Always fun reading those descriptions. Isn't it? <laughs> There's a juicy radio show going off air during the oh, songs. Oh, fantastic. It's hosted by lawyers here. Get this. Thank you, Queen. They want it all here and get this around the nation on Triple M. George McEncrow is here. You may have seen her on Specs and Specs. Oh, you might have done. Or George. you've uh, obviously all heard. around the place. Yeah, in Brisbane, they know her from the Rage in the morning. Yes, but you know, it's uh, well, it's a special time for us. Obviously, we're saying uh, saying farewell because I can't speak properly anymore. <laughs> uh, and words. Also, I see Gretel Colleen is uh, vacating the uh, the couch mm. on Big Brother. Yeah. Didn't get the call. Who I was else? Hoping I would. Has been any other farewells this year? Obviously, many cast members from The Sopranos won't be coming True. back. Bobby Sorry. Bacalar, he yeah. copped it in the uh, model train shop last week. And uh, I think on tonight's episode, someone should have left the handbrake on. Yeah, is that tonight? Yeah, I think that's that? Tuesday. Tuesday night. Sorry. Certainly, they've saved one of the best death scenes <laughs> of all. For the final episode of The Sopranos, mm. let's mm. say no more. I'm dying to see it. Who else has said goodbye this year? Tony Blair. Oh yes. Remember that bloke? Yes. And you remember him. that fantastic farewell that George Bush gave him mm. at the White House? Let me say that when hostilities broke out between the US and Iraq, we in Britain knew instantly that there would be no backing down. That we would do whatever. George W. Bush told us to do. And I would like to think that although this war has cost me my entire political career, and even though it has caused me to visibly age nearly 30 years in just the last 14 months alone, at no time have I looked as sycophantic as Prime Minister Howard from Australia. And President Bush, even though you still have no idea who I am. Together, we have been unflinching in our pig-headed refusal to accept that this war has been anything other than an unmitigated cock-up from the beginning. And for that, we stand together, both of us, on the verge of unemployment. And for that, Mr. President, I say thanks a lot. Well, would you please welcome back to the podium, President Bush. Thank you. Thank you, Prime Minister Tony Major from the United States of Great England, home of Ozzy Osbourne and Queen Victoria and her husband, uh, David Beckham. As the song has it, God save the Queen and her fascist regime. You know... Prime Minister, you're right. I don't recognize you. But if I did, I'm sure I would thank you for being my very favorite of the two other members of the Coalition of the Willing. Now, many of you may be asking, what has Great England contributed to the war? And if it's that little, why do they even bother? Well, in tribute, to their disgraced outgoing Prime Minister, Sir Peter O'Toole, I present this extraordinary footage of British troops in Iraq going about their deadly business. Roll tape. Here we see crack troops from Great England rounding up insurgents, making the streets of Basra a safer place for the people of Iran. <laughs> now, uh, here come Her Majesty's finest, parachuting in to one of the most deadly theaters of war. Sorry, can I just ask, where did you get this footage? Well, I think it's off YouTube. Why is that music on there? Well, it's just to lighten the mood. It gives people hope, Al. I'm not sure. Now, look at this. The SAS elite, as they pursue known terrorists through the streets of downtown Baghdad. Here they are, arriving at Al Zakawi's house. Watch this one. That's great. Bin Laden, you're next. Um, 
I, I don't think the sound effects. Oh, oh, sorry. Who are you again? Security, can you escort this man from the building? Hey, look at this bit, everybody. Take that, insurgents. Can we get some snacks in here? Oh, chilling footage. From the war in the Gulf, uh, George McEnroe, thank you for sitting in for the whole hour. Hey, I loved it. Let us plug your fine program, The Cage in Brisbane. Don't miss it every, every morning. morning. And, of course, if you're listening in Melbourne, there's a cage there as well. And in Sydney, what about that fine old shebang? Yes. Oh, blimey. For Melbourne listeners, Mr Marsland, a comedy milestone rich tonight. That's right. Uh, the Laundry, which is a great stand-up yes. room, except for the nights that I performed there, um, <laughs> is closing down final Monday night oh, show. No. So, uh, yeah, get along there. 50 Johnson Street, Fitzroy. There you go. Sad to see Beautiful. another comedy venue going south. Is it time for a key phrase, I Mr. Marslin? I guess today it's Rex Hunt's description of this program. Cheap, nasty, and downright boring. <laughs> okay. Thanks, George. Joining us tomorrow. Oh, Scott Inker from Tripod is here. Yes. That'll mean it's time to play Dobbin a Nerd, mm-hmm. all thanks to the Nissan Navara huge bowling power, uh, rugged good looks, and of course, a China hutch. Now it's all out in you Bin Laden, you're next. Um, I, I don't think the sound effects. Oh, sorry, who are you again? Security, can you escort this man from the building? Hey, look at this bit, everybody. Take that, insurgents. Can we get some snacks in here? Oh, chilling footage. Dark. From the war in the Gulf, uh, George McEnroe, thank you for sitting in for the whole hour. Hey, I loved it. Let us plug your fine program, The Cage in Brisbane. Don't miss it every, every morning. morning. And, of course, if you're listening in Melbourne, there's a cage there as well. And in Sydney, what about that fine old shebang? Yes. Oh, blimey. For Melbourne listeners, Mr Marsland, a comedy milestone rich tonight. That's right. Uh, the Laundry, which is a great stand-up yes. room, except for the nights that I performed there, um, <laughs> is closing down final Monday night oh, show. No. So, uh, yeah, get along there. 50 Johnson Street, Fitzroy. Hey. Okay. Go. Sad to see Beautiful. another comedy venue going south. Is it time for a key phrase, Mr. Marslin? I guess today it's Rex Hunt's description of this program. Cheap, nasty, and downright boring. <laughs> okay. Thanks, George. Joining us tomorrow. Oh, Scott Inker from Tripod is here. Yes. That'll mean it's time to play Dobbin a Nerd, mm-hmm. all thanks to the <laughs> Nissan Navara huge bowling power, uh, rugged good looks, and of course, a China hutch. Now it's all out in you!